restrictions are in place. Um, you may have noticed a whole flurry of smoking-related news this week. There's a reason for that. Yesterday marked the World No Tobacco Day, an opportunity to raise awareness about the harmful and deadly effects of tobacco use. So we had a few different announcements um, in our country. One of them, new warnings, um, or a new placement of the warnings. I don't know if the warnings themselves will be new, but now, if you actually, on each individual cigarette, there's going to be warnings printed. Um, of course, you know, the packaging has changed and all that sort of stuff. So this is just stepping that up. And in another development, uh, this week, um, the Canadian Cancer Society, the Canadian Lung Association, the Heart and Stroke Foundation, all saying that governments need to make cutting tobacco use a top priority. This is all part of the settlement that they're seeking with tobacco companies. It's a uh, half a trillion dollars, $500 billion. All the provinces united in filing this lawsuit try and recover some healthcare costs. But these health organizations, health organizations say that at least 10% of the money, whatever money they get from this settlement, should go towards long-term funding free from government, away from government, to try and reduce smoking. And they're also calling a ban on promotion and all the rest of that stuff. So some of the stuff we've already talked about. But the battle continues. Let's find out uh, uh, more about both of those issues. We're going to speak with Flori Duca, who is the co-director and spokesperson for the Quebec Coalition for Tobacco Control. Uh, Flori, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for having me, Shay. It's a pleasure to be with you. Yes, yeah, so we've got a bunch of different news around the no-smoking push. Um, what's, what's your take on this call from health organizations? I mean, uh, in terms of putting money towards reducing tobacco. I mean, if we really wanted to reduce tobacco, we would, wouldn't we? we do the things like they're doing in New Zealand. What's your take on reducing tobacco and, and making that part of the settlement agreement? So you are pointing to something that's very important. These, this litigation um, does involve all the provinces, and Alberta's claim is uh, $10 billion. The money pot, actually, that's on the table, um, that's been growing slowly, um, since 2019 is now at about $9 billion. But really, there are these um, Quebec class action victims that have a ruling. Uh, that's not the case for the provinces and other uh, creditors around the table. But they have a ruling that uh, where a court has said that the company should give them $15 billion. So the money that's currently uh, being negotiated is is really very far off for from any provincial claim and it's in that context that you know if we were to go and get more money well where does the money come from it's really that we'd be kicking the can on future smokers on future vapors yeah and that's what's really important to understand there's no like big pot the money from tobacco companies of course they have deep pockets you know with respect to some other companies but each year they've been uh distributing dividends to investors and so on so there's a limited number there's a limited amount that we're currently faced with and any substantial money above that would come from future generations of people dependent or addicted to nicotine and that's why in this context, we're saying, wait a minute, no. Right. Provinces really need to focus on not doing more harm, but ensuring that if the companies are to stay in business, and that's the whole uh, purpose of the Companies Creditor Arrangement Act, it has to be done within the confines of ensuring that more harm is not done 
And things like a phase-out of combustible products needs to be on the table. Big, big restructuring measures need to be on the table, not just bans on promotion that we've gotten through legislative measures, but we need to change that incentive factor where they're not uh, being rewarded for more profits and more money going to parent companies and investors, but that they're being um, rewarded should they not do more harm to Canadians. And, and that's the point of it to me. I mean, if we're going to get serious about this, and, and, and there are places that have, like I point to New Zealand, and they put in the legislation mm-hmm. where this is it. If you're born after this date, you'll never be allowed to legally buy cigarettes in New Zealand anymore. Sweden, I saw this week, is down to under 5% um, smoking. So if you want to get serious about it, you can. It seems to me like this is kind of, we're going to make it look like we're doing lots of different things, but at the same time, it's going to continue, it's going to carry on, and we're going to collect revenue from that. Yeah, that is very concerning, and that's why it's important to talk about it, because it has huge consequences, not just on tobacco control. I mean, it is, it's a historic opportunity. There won't be another one, right? Uh, you know, around. It is a one-time deal, and uh, it's also the signal that we give to other companies that mess around with kids' brains and people's lungs and bodies, you know? And so... In that sense, yeah, we like the idea is not to ban products overnight, but it's it's to change in a structural and fundamental ways the the ways company do business, and we're not saying to an outright ban. It's the idea is that products could be made available um, in a medically supervised supply manner. And, I mean, that's very much where New Zealand is going. They're also uh, they're cutting down the points of sale by 90%. I mean, we can't even think of things like that in Canada because the retail industry is so uh, strong. Um, but so we really need to focus on these structural measures because asking for a fund uh, to, you know, to fund programming, prevention, and cessation really takes away the importance of these other very structural measures that are required. What's your take on these warnings on each individual cigarette? I, I mean, I, I guess they can stick more warnings in different places, but does it does it change it at all? Like like we're talking about it, it's, it's we're doing things, we're doing things, but how meaningful and how impactful are the things that we're doing? Where do you think this stacks up? Well, this is part of, you know, uh, a regulatory package where actually there will be new warnings or updated warnings on tobacco products. So that's the good news is that, you know, there's no campaign, marketing campaign that stays on the market for 10 years being unchanged with the same impact. And so the, the, the current warnings are stale. They've lost their efficacy. And this regulatory package ensures that Health Canada brings salience and makes them, uh, brings them to date. There's new data, different diseases will be covered that weren't in the past warning. For example, diabetes. Uh, One of the warnings on the cigarettes, it's just a text-based warning. There's no image, but on the cigarette itself speaks to the links between smoking and leukemia. So the idea is to generate conversations, reflections on reasons to quit, reasons to uh, you know, to engage families and having discussions, parents with their kids, uh, to quit. So it's all really good news. Mm-hmm. And 
I think the warning on cigarettes also, one of the things that it's, you know, it's important to keep in mind is often when kids are having their first puff, they're not doing it as part. They're not, there's no big cigarette pack that's being offered to them. They're sharing a cigarette. They're being offered a single stick. And so the warning on, on a cigarette is, is just like a daily reminder. It's another signal. Uh, you'll see the cigarette that's in an ashtray. And so all those reasons are good to just uh, start up a conversation. And most smokers, you know, the vast majority of smokers want to quit. But quitting is very hard. Nicotine is one of the most addictive uh, drugs out there. And it's, it's, we, we, we need to do all that we can. And this is not about stigmatizing smokers. This is doing everything we can to just put the information out there at a time that's relevant for smokers. And that's every time they take a pack out and every time they hold a cigarette in their hand. Yeah, I mean, it, it can't hurt, and it is a constant reminder. Uh, Flory, thank you so much for being here today. I do appreciate your time.